Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a happy edition of the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken. My partner is the longtime beat writer for the Eagles. He worked for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. Mark Eckel, I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, i got to tell you, uh, I watched uh, in person that Eagles 24-8 win against the Commanders, and there were two things I absolutely could not believe. The first thing is that um, the well, I actually felt sorry for Carson Wentz. <laughs> Did you? And, and I never, and I never in a million years thought I could do that. After he he left the team, he demanded whatever it was a trade or to be released. Uh, I can't believe I felt sorry for Carson Wentz. The second thing is. There were absolutely more Eagles fans there than Washington fans. And when oh, that's, I tell that's you, been the case. That's been the case there, yeah. Especially when recently. I tell you, when we pulled into the parking lot, it was a sea of green, and I'm like, wow, this must be like a pocket of Eagles fans. And then we, we parked our bus. We had two buses of uh, Jersey Man uh, magazine clients go to the game. It was great fun. We parked the bus, and as we walked up to the stadium, which was getting really close to halftime, um, it was all it was all green, and I would say probably sixty five thirty five Eagles wow. fans to to Washington. So, you know, there is the, the Commanders certainly don't have a home field advantage because uh, Eagles fans came out in force, and I and I really think you know it, it may have inspired the players. We'll we'll, we'll break this down, but um, well, you would know, right? I mean, you're, as a player, when you go on the road, you expect what you get, right? And you're on the road, but when you go on the road. And they're cheer- and you hear more cheers for it's got to make you feel like hey this is pretty cool right I mean well you know what it does it makes you feel like people care the fans are out on your behalf and yeah you might want to put a little extra into your performance to to reward them for you know all the money they're spending and making the trip and everything and anyway and it's got the other theory. feel bad too right if you're the, if you're a commander he's saying that word but if you're on the Washington team and you come out. And you see more, and you know the Eagles make a good play, and and you're getting and you're hearing loud ovations. You got to look around and say, "Wait, are we home today? What's going on here?" Right? I think it is a little deflating. It would sure. probably it probably would piss me off more than it would, yeah. you know, make me feel sad. But you you know you can't uh, to be in your home stadium and hear a, a roar of the crowd for the visiting team has has got to be a, a strange experience. But, uh, you know, we talked, uh, want to talk about the quarterback play. And Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, has considered his progression to be an above average NFL quarterback. Um, I, I do think a lot of the, uh, the credit needs to go to Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator. And, of course, Nick Sirianni is involved in that process as well. But uh, you're forgetting so, the guy that's most responsible. And that is? Howie Roseman. Well, yes. No, I'm serious. I keep saying it, but I, I, can't, I can't believe I'm saying it. All Hurts needed was good players around them. Yeah, well, uh, and yes. they have a they have a any quarterback. I don't care who you are. I mean, well, I, I should say the great, great, great ones make average receivers look better. But I mean, um, you know, Brady did it for years in New England. He never he didn't have other than the one year with Moss. But um, no, I mean. A.J. Brown and now Smith in his second year and Dallas Goddard and then going out, even the, the kid, um, his name, um, the, the slot kid that went the, from the – Pascal. Got, Pascal. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's such an upgrade over 
what they had in the past. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, 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 it's from, a, from like a 1.5 to a 9. Certainly, you certainly have to have weapons, but, you know, it's more than that. Number one, the protection was there. Hertz had time to set up in the pocket and go through his progressions. If you recall, even, even the first week and a lot of last year, he would make poor decisions because he would rush the process and panic a little bit. He's not doing that anymore. You could see him scanning the field. He's got time to pick out his receiver. And, and it's a good scheme by Steichen because he's got the field spread He's got receivers in, in every uh, edge of the field, aspect of the field. And, you know, Hertz is finding uh, the, the open receiver time after time. And it's, uh, it's for, for me, it's um, comforting to see a quarterback m- mature like this right before our eyes. We, I think we always thought he had potential, but the school was still out on whether or not he was going to be a good NFL quarterback. And right now he's taking steps towards doing that. Yeah, I, I, listen, I like them. In college, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm one of the few people that didn't kill the pick when they made it. I thought, wow, this is interesting because they they just given Wentz all that money. But, but I like Kalen Hurts. I, I wrote my in my in it, during his draft. I wrote my stories pre. I didn't know who was going to take him, but I thought he would be a good you know in the right with the right team with the right some in the right and good players around him. Now, now they have like I said this you know they have good players. This is this Eagles offense. It's pretty loaded. I mean. Again, I can't I can't emphasize how much that trade for AK Brown. Yeah. I think made that made made all the difference in the world. It really did. AK Brown is really good. I mean, oh, he's, he's so players good. like but, him don't be. It's hard to get a team to trade a guy like that because he's not. I mean, right, the Packers traded Devontae Adams. Well, he's thirty years old. Like when you turn thirty, some teams say, "Hey, you know what? Let's get rid of him a year too early before he's a year too late." Right? Okay. AK Brown's twenty six. Mm-hmm. This, that, that's just the prime of it. He's got he's got five years before you start worrying about. Okay, maybe he's going to go downhill. Um, no, I mean that. I, I just can't. I couldn't believe it that that night, and it's been everything I thought it would well, be for you. The, the way those two guys played, Smith had eight catches, hundred sixty yep. yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, you were worried Brown. about you were worried about him after that first game. Well, I, well, I was, um, but I, I'll tell you what else. I, I did. think they hurt I, you when they said we got to get well, the ball. More Ken's upset. Well, I went right to my sportsbook app and, and bet him over three and a half catches the last two weeks, so I knew they were going to go back to him. A.J. Brown had uh, five catches for 85 yards on yeah. TV, and I almost can't believe I'm saying this, but can you think of two other receivers on the same team you'd rather have than these two guys? I, off the top Mid- of my head, I can't think Waddle and Hill. Okay. That's yeah. only one. I mean, that, that, that comes to my mind. The only, the only other undefeated. How about that? I know parody's parody down in the NFL, but yeah. after three weeks. Miami and the Eagles. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's unheard of. And only one team that's 0 3. The Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, everybody. And, they, and, they have, and they've played three close games. I mean, that, you know. Right. Uh, they, they could have won. They could have won all any one of the three, really. Um, but you know, but it's fun to watch. And uh, offensively, I think the Eagles are mixing up, up well. Miles Sanders uh, had a decent game on the ground, and um, the other thing uh, about Carson Wentz is, you know, you talk about uh, getting bludgeoned in a game. The guy got sacked nine times, and he was uh, hurried the entire game. Happy feet. I mean, this guy is so shell shocked back there. His feet are moving, but they're not happy. I guarantee you. Because he's getting hit on every single play. And you can just see it. He gets jittery. He feels the heat. He makes a poor decision. He gets, he's always checking it down. 
I mean, there there isn't a time when he spends three to five seconds in the pocket and he doesn't just check it down to a back because you know he's, he knows he's going to get clubbed. And uh, now, let me, it, let me ask you this: Was there more? All right. Of course, you always want to play great every every week. You you want to play the way they they played last first the first half of last week. Was there more? And I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you played against a guy like Carson Wentz, a guy that was supposed to be your hero for you know, for ten or more years, and it, it ended so terribly. Was there something in the Eagles' defensive or the whole team's mind? We're not going to lose the Carson. We can't let Carson Wentz beat us. We got to play our A plus game today. We can't lose to this guy. You know, I, I think I think players are always looking for some kind of an internal edge to get them motivated. To, to give that little bit of extra effort and not being around the team very much. I, I don't know what's in their minds, but it's certainly not out of the question that, you know, they, they, listen, that was the best pass rush I've seen from the Eagles in years, not oh, just yeah. this season in I'm years. Back to the Reggie White, Jerome Brown. Uh, uh, it, it was amazing. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon, who I thought did a pretty good job, of mixing up the blitzes, but the, the, the difference was, much, right? they well, they didn't have to because yeah, the front right. four were getting pressure on the quarterback the entire game. So, um, and you talk about the defense, Brandon Graham coming off an Achilles injury, mm-hmm. two and a half sacks, Hassan Reddick, uh, you know, an undersized guy, but so athletic, sack and a half, Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, each had 1.5 sacks, TJ Edwards and uh, Hargrave had a sack each and, it was just uh, I felt bad for the guys that didn't have a sack. Like, they, like <laughs> <laughs> let, let us sit on the party. Right? <laughs> but, you know, you look uh, at this Eagles team and the future is bright. I just saw a, a stat, and I was looking at their schedule. Do you know the Eagles will probably be favored in every remaining game yeah. this year? They're going to go, win 15 games, minimum. Well, somebody else said that to me the other day, and that, that's a tall order. Going 15 yeah, doing this but week. not when not when you. I mean, again, it's not their fault. I'm not. Don't please, listeners, don't take this as a negative. It's just a fact. But it's not the Eagles' fault that they're playing the AFC South this year. The AFC South is not good. Right. I mean, if they were playing the AFC West, I'd say, oh, okay, Kansas City and Denver and Oakland. But no, Jackson. I mean, I guess at Indy could. What what indie team shows up? Who knows? I mean, they looked awful for two weeks, and then they go out and beat Kansas City. So that game might be tougher than you think. And they play Green, Green Bay, Bay at home. But it's at home, so that's right. that's a big break. I'd much rather play Green Bay at the length than at Lambeau. Well, you um, you know you cover Green Bay. What, what do you think sure. about that game? Do you think the Eagles well, are a better team good. at this point? Today, yes. Today, but that game's not for a while. Green Bay's. They're young those those receivers and, have to mature, and right. if they do, and they're going to be good. Bob's had a good game last week. Um, they're getting healthier on the offensive line now. Back to the back, so that's going to be a great game. That could be, that might be only the first. That might be the first of two times those two teams play this year. Hmm. If, if you know what I mean, I do. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, the, the NFC East is not very. It's better than it was, but it's still not what I would say good. Um, Arizona looked before this year. Okay, Arizona, that, that might be a tough game. They don't look so hot. No. New Orleans, I thought that might be, you know, might be tough. Who knows? They don't look so Again, things, and this is the NFL. Like I said, only two teams are 3-0, and which is crazy. You know, in three weeks, injuries happened. 
things happen, who knows? But right now, the Eagles look to me like, again, here, I'm, all right, I'm going to preface it with this, too. You know what Nick Sirianni still hasn't done? I don't. Beat a playoff team. No, he hasn't. It's not his fault. Well, it was his fault last year. He went 0-7. But, I mean, the three teams they played this year, Lions, Vikings, and Washington, they're they're, they're not – I guess Minnesota, they weren't – I mean, they're not coming off a playoff season, so I can't call them a playoff team. Lions certainly aren't a playoff team, and Washington doesn't even – Well, let's let's not do this. Let's not petition the NFL to give them a tougher schedule. No, no, the schedule's already made. Keep the cupcakes rolling in, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the schedule's made years and years in advance. You don't know if it's going to be good year to year. I mean, again, looking at the schedule, if I looked at the schedule last year, I would have said, you know, Tennessee's pretty good, and Colts could be all right. You know, New Orleans could be all right. Arizona, you know, Dallas won. What Dallas win last year? Their 12, 13 games? They were, they were yeah. pretty good. You know, so, again, you, you just don't know. Now, like, this, they're playing a team this week. That looked like an easy, easy win. Yeah, I don't know now. Well, let's, now win, let's, but... let's talk about that. The return of Jacksonville, the return of Doug Peterson, the, the coach who I think you and I both agree got a bit of a raw deal here in Philly. I think the oh, guy absolutely. that wins the Super Bowl should be able to pick his, his coaches, yeah. and that was and a source roster. of contention. But yeah. they go they go into the L.A. Chargers. Now, I get it. Their quarterback is, is nicked up. Uh, Herbert has uh, has got a rib injury, but they beat, that, they beat that team thirty eight to ten. Now right. thirty eight uh, is thirty eight. Thirty eight is thirty eight exactly, <laughs> and it looks like Trevor Lawrence is thriving under Doug Peterson, who's been known knows a, he played quarterback in the league. He's a bit of a quarterback guru. He even had Carson Wentz play well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, the guy knows what he's doing, and, and Nick Lawrence. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's thriving in, the, in that system, and is maturing as a quarterback. And you would expect it because he was the number one pick in the draft last and, year, and, and, and a great, great, great player at Clemson. I mean, took yes. Clemson to a national title, took him to the title game. Uh, his senior year, lost Alabama. Um, I mean, no, no, this is, and this, you know, this will set. This is a. The NFL history will be set Sunday as well. As far, that as, I, is. as far as I know, I believe, and I, if I'm wrong, please, you know, listeners, you know, hit hit me on Facebook or Twitter and tell me I'm wrong. But this has to be the first time in NFL history that an opposing coach will walk into an opposing stadium that has a statue of him outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. Well, listen, who, I, I, who's uh, Lombardi in Green Bay, I assume, yeah, but, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know but, who. But Lombardi never went there, but another case. I know, no, I know, I know, but I mean, I'm just starting Tom to Landry. Here's Tom Landry has a statue okay. in Dallas, but, right. you know, no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this got to be the first time in history that that guy will walk into listen, the where, where else are you going to get a nugget like that <laughs> on, the, on the bird brain? So, Ken and Mark. Well, listen, we. We're going to have... Uh, now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah. about Doug. Since we're talking about Doug. He gets a good ovation, right? Oh, absolutely. Standard oh, absolutely. ovation? Uh, absolutely. I think so. I think... I think so. Listen, listen, I was honored to be part of the Eagles alumni contingent that went to the, the victory parade, and I got to sit in the front row and handed down the Lombardi trophy to us. We could all hold it. It was absolutely thrilling. But... You know, this guy accomplished something that people are never going to forget. It's almost like 
you know, with Dallas Green with, with the Phillies and it, and Freddie Sherrill with the Flyers. This guy holds a place in Philadelphia history. And I do think people realize, hey, listen, if you took a poll, I, w- I would say 80% of the people were not in favor of Doug Peterson oh, well, maybe maybe get, more. Getting, getting fired. So I do think he'll get a, a warm reception here, and, and rightfully so, because he, he, you know, he, he took us to the promised land. Nobody, even my, my old coach, Dick Vermeil, couldn't do that. Which, by the way, how cool was that? Seeing him being honored uh, the other day, yeah. that was uh, that was great. He he certainly deserves it. And uh, the guy asked me last night. I was out watching the Cowboy Giant game with some friends from down here. Those they 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 know I'm they know where I'm from and what I mm-hmm. did, but they're not they have no allegiance to the Eagles or you know. But they said they, it was mentioned that you know the Eagles were playing Jacksonville this week. Peterson coming back, and the guy turned to me and said, "The Eagles fans aren't aren't going to boo Peterson, are they?" I said no. I really don't think at all. I, no. no, I think I, if anything, I think he gets a maybe a standing ovation. I think it'll be. I said no. The Eagles fan, they love Doug Peterson. I said, well, they, you know, the misconception about Eagles fans is that that they're they're mean spirited. Here's the thing about <laughs> Eagles fans, and I and I know no seriously. If Eagles fans think that you your team that you care as much as they do they're 100% behind you. If they feel right. like they're giving more than the players or the effort or, or the coaches, that's when they voice their displeasure, and that's what fans are supposed to do, right? I mean, yeah. uh, this is just, well, it's just the way of the world. I know when Andy Reid came back, he, it, it was mixed. Was it really? It was mixed. That, oh, yeah. That's, well, that's but surprising. He, well, Andy went out to 12. Yes. Keep that in mind. And there and there wasn't uh I think the consensus in within the city was after fourteen years it was time for him to go out. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that wasn't the case with Doug Peterson. No. Um when he left the he had one day, you know, he, he won a Super Bowl, went to the playoffs the next yeah. two years and and that that had a his last year wasn't good, but it was also ravaged but, by injury. Oh, injury riddled team. Actually, the, the the year he won the Super Bowl and the following and year, they were they were riddled with injuries. It was it was a great job of that staff. But hey, Mark, always a pleasure. I look forward to talking. Uh, hopefully, about an Eagles victory with you uh, next week. Will and you be there thanks. on Sunday? I will not be there. I, you, know, you know what I'm going to do on Sunday? There you go. I have no idea. But you could be anything. I'm well. Well, th- think of me and my size and food. Oh, you're gonna all you can eat buffet. No, no, God, I wouldn't. Know. <laughs> but I'm going better. I'm going. I'm going. I'm taking my family and my niece and her husband are coming to town, and we're going to Peter Luger's in Brooklyn. Oh, great place! One of the great steakhouses oh, in the well, country. Yes. Now, the bad news is, the only time I could get to get a table at Luger's was four forty-five. So. It's going to be either it's either going to be a late lunch or an early dinner, but I'm going to have to have my NFL app and yeah, watch the watch the game. It'll be over by then. It'll be over. But I'll uh, but uh, looking forward have to you, that. Have you been to Luger's prior? I oh, I've been there many oh, times, but I probably haven't been there in seven or eight years. But it's uh, it's it, one of it's, my it's, yeah, oh, yeah, my it, top three. Definitely, oh. it's an experience. So anyway, there's the food review portion of right. our podcast. <laughs> We'll talk to everybody next week. Mark, have a good week. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken. Take care.